So fly. Shout out to the LA Rams, baby. What's good? What's good? What's good? Man, oh man. One LA, huh? <laughs> One LA. <laughs> I've been telling y'all since week nine, the trade deadline, me and OBJ took our talents to Southern California. And look at me now. Ring ringless. <laughs> ringless. <laughs> you, my friend, are the biggest hater here. You can't take this away from me. Oh. Just embrace it, man. I feel it. Are you? I feel <laughs> do, do you really? Damn, I'm a twist on it. Of the what? Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> really good stuff. Really, really deep stuff. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're to give, we are here to give you the latest sports takes, <laughs> debates, <laughs> updates, and news, news, news. Got a little caught up there, my bad. Uh, I see. <laughs> hey, man, the hey champion can't be right all the time. All man. right, man. <laughs> Look, I can't get it right all the time. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm real good. I'm doing good, too, man. Uh, aside from the Rams winning... We won. Me and you won this we weekend. Win. <laughs> Yo, Tyler Boy. You finally. <laughs> after all these weeks with the game on the How line. How you done cost us so much. <laughs> I appreciate you. Your services I, finally. <laughs> I, I gave you one chance to go across the middle to get 25 yards, and it was looking grim for a long time. But finally, you got over the hump. It's about time. Oh, my goodness, man. Whew. Man. He caught that pass and we went yeah. crazy. <laughs> I was running with a chicken wing in my yeah. hand. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> thank I, you. I almost threw a slice of pizza on the ceiling. <laughs> I was lit, man. Good Lord, we needed that. Yeah. Oh, man, he really came through. He did. He really came through. In the clutch. <laughs> he even got one more for good measure. I, ain't, I was like, oh, you showing out now? He ain't never did this. Where, where has this been? Oh, you trying to get 40 yards? Right, right, right. <laughs> Correct. Whoa. Career high for you, buddy. Slow down. Slow down here, buddy. Good Lord. He got us right this time, though. But the Rams, man, they they managed to get it done. It was a good game. Yeah. Great game. Yeah. So sad for OBJ, man. So sad for OBJ. It's a tough, tough injury. Um, In my opinion, uh, he probably would have been MVP that game. Yeah. He was going off. Yeah. He was going off early. He had 52 yards on, what, two or three catches? Mm-hmm. So, and a touchdown. And a touchdown, first touchdown of the game. He was going off that game, and he would have been MVP in my book. So prayers up to him yeah. that he has a speedy recovery, you know, back healthy from the injury, and that he can, you know, get back to playing elite football because that's tough, man, to 
same knee, same team, same team that he played that he was yep. playing against when he got injured the first time. That's tough, man. But let's talk about the Rams, man. How did they get it done? The defensive line took over. That's how they got Aaron it done. Aaron Donald, <laughs> yes, Aaron Donald, yes. Aaron Donald took over that game. Do you feel like the Bengals lost this game though, or do you think the Rams actually won it? The Bengals lost this game when they had momentum. Um, when they're scoring touchdowns that are up at a point in time, third quarter, one touchdown would have sealed this game. I one. think so too. One. That's all so they too. needed was one. But it seemed like every time they're third and short, Aaron Donald made a play. And it's like you cannot continuously get in the red zone and kick field goals against this Rams team who still had Cooper Cup. Like, yeah, he <laughs> still yeah, had yeah, Cooper yeah, Cup. Yeah. So they they blew it by being conservative in some of their play calling. Yep. And not being able to convert on third downs. And you you cannot get any more touchdowns after that last T. Higgins touchdown. Yep. And it really hurts you. Yep. And it costs you the game, essentially. So, it's tough. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think I'm kind of 50-50 on it, only because the Rams were so stagnant third quarter, early fourth yeah. quarter for so long. I thought that they were running out of time. Once OBJ went down, I feel like all the momentum was sucked out of yeah. SoFi. Like, the life was sucked out of the Rams. Um, They were really stagnant, really slow, couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Stafford threw, you know, back-to-back interceptions. And then, you know, third quarter out the gate, first play of the game, T. Higgins catches a 75-yard touchdown pass, albeit that was offensive pass interference. Right, yeah. Um, the pull on Jalen Ramsey's face mask, who had a bad game, by the way. Yeah, he did. Had a, had a really bad game. Uh, but, yeah, and aside from that, the Bengals didn't score any more no. touchdowns the rest of the game. Right. So, yeah, I, th- I think the Bengals kind of got conservative and was trying to play the clock management game. Mm-hmm. Still lost that by about two minutes. Yeah. But, yeah, they needed to just make a little more plays. And Aaron Donald, I could just tell that – he had made up in his mind that he was not going to let that offense do anything. Correct. The Rams offense couldn't get anything going for a, a long time, like the better part of the whole second half until the last drive right. with Cooper Cup. And it's funny because we were all watching the game together saying, I'm not letting Cooper Cup catch any more passes. Yep. I am triple teaming him if I have to because no other receiver in this game, aside from OBJ for the Rams, has shown that he can make a play with the ball. Yeah. Like, we seen, I think it was Skronik, mm-hmm. uh catch the ball. He started running the wrong way yeah. at one point. He had no idea what he was doing out there. He, he was literally clueless as to where to go and what to do with the ball. So, if, if you know they have Cooper Cup, who's already won the Triple Crown, yeah. who literally has scored in almost every game, guard that man. I don't know why y'all let Eli Apple, of all people, guard this man one-on-one. How'd you feel about the calls at the end of the game, the refs? Yeah, so that that Logan Wilson so-called PI was not a PI. It, I think that it, it one just, was very light. Yeah, that was a light one. The the call that should have been called was the Eli Apple in the end zone. Yes. That should have been called. Did not call that. It was a. Uh, it went back and forth, and yep. it was. Uh, had it was the, yeah, the offsetting. Penalties. Right, they offset them, yeah, so they, they had to replay they, it down. Yeah, they called a holding, and they called a holding, and then I think they had one. They had the late hit because mm-hmm. Cooper Cup had caught that first yep. touchdown and got hit in the face or whatever. But yeah, Eli Eli Apple was definitely a missed call on that that one in the corner of the end zone. But, but that Logan Wilson pi in the middle of the field that was not a pi. That's a uh, yeah. For the better part of the game. The refs were basically swallowing the whistle, so they weren't really calling anything. I think we had three penalties up until that point. And for them to call essentially three straight flags at the end of the game is tough. But if we're going to look at that, we also have to look at the one that wasn't called against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. So I'm not with the, oh, the Rams, I mean, the Rams won because of the refs. I'm not I'm not with that vibe because we clearly see no, T. We, Higgins. We know why the Rams it, won. Ripped, ripped, ripped Jalen Ramsey's head across. Yeah. Gave that man whiplash. The Rams won because of Aaron Donald. Yeah. 
Like, let's we're gonna call a spade a spade. The Rams won because of Aaron Donald. The the Bengals still had a chance to score. They were on the fifty yard mm-hmm. line with over a minute left and two timeouts, third and one, and you run the ball with Samaje Piran. Yeah, when you got Joe Mixon, it's crazy. Who has been running the ball yeah. pretty well <laughs> yes. the entire game? I'm very confused at that call. And then you don't gain anything. Fourth and one, what happens? Aaron Donald mm-hmm. ends the game just like he did two weeks prior against the 49ers. Dude's a menace. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's definitely the best player in the league right now. He's definitely the best player on the field on Sunday. Yep. Honestly, without Aaron Donald really making that impact, they lose that game. Yeah. Without I, question. I agree. I feel like he put it in his mind that he was not going to let he was he just wasn't going to let Joe Burrow just beat them. Yeah. Like he I, wasn't going to let Joe Burrow if beat them. If they him. got and like Joe Burrow was moving the ball down the field when they had a minute and 25 seconds left or whatever. They got to the 50 and yeah. one play with Jamar Chase. Exactly. Because yeah, so, Ramsey being overzealous. Yeah. <laughs> overzealous Ramsey. <being> like, <laughs> overzealous. That almost cost them right there. Yeah. They were, so they are moving the ball, and they literally, one 10-yard, one 10, 15-yard 10, completion, they're in field goal range, and they tied the game up and it's going to overtime. However... When you're in that situation and it's third and one and you give the ball to Samaja Piran when you got Joe Mixon, that's bad. First off, I didn't love the call you're passing. You're, you're, you're beating the Rams by passing the ball. So I didn't love the play call on third and one. And then that last fourth and one call, you, you realize that Aaron Donald went from one side of the formation to the opposite side of the formation. So he's matched up on a different side. And... I didn't love the play call either. Like, I feel like there should have been something to offset him shifting to the opposite side. Whether you're your slide protection or what have you, you needed two bodies on Aaron Donald in that play. Like, you need Joe, Joe Burrow needed just two more seconds, two more seconds to get that ball off, and that's a completion. And they couldn't get it done, and they lost the game. So it's tough. But the Rams, yeah. you know, when it mattered they most, they made it. the most plays. Yeah. Nah, the Rams deserve it. They they fought, they battled, and they managed to win the game. Salute to them. Salute to Cooper Cup yeah. for, you know, snagging two touchdowns mm-hmm. and the MVP. Uh, I thought it should have been Aaron Donald personally, but yeah. I know that they have to vote before the two-minute warning. So, that I mean, I think that had to factor into it as well. But, yeah, I agree with you. I'm not so mad at the third-and-one play call because third-and-one, you're just trying to get a first down. Right. And you already have timeouts and you're at midfield. You still have over a minute left. You can afford to not necessarily move slow, but you can afford to just get that yard or two just to get a first. Just not with Samaj P. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, just not with Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that with Joe Mixon. Right. Yeah, the fourth down call, I don't know if they noticed, but yeah, Aaron Donald did switch sides mm-hmm. and single <laughs> trying to put single coverage on Aaron Donald, knowing that he lifts grown men off the ground yeah. for a living. It's probably not smart. Yeah. Probably not smart. I would have called timeout in that instance. I would have got my play together first and foremost, and I would have made sure that 99 is not going to be the reason that we lose this game. Right. Like, you have to figure out how to offset them. But credit to the Rams' defense just for stepping up in general because they added seven sacks. They had seven sacks mm-hmm. that game, which is pretty a pretty good amount of sacks. You know, Titans had nine, and I want to say those seven came – Five of those came in the second half yeah, alone. Yeah. So, yeah, they they started cooking up. And one thing I can say about Matt Stafford on the offensive side, that final drive was good. It was clutch. That final drive was clutch. Cooper Cup came up extra clutch. On the money. That he was money. That no-look pass that Stafford had. That was beautiful. That One, that's a dangerous pass. You a bold man to throw a no-look in crunch time like that. But, nah, that, that was beautiful. Is Stafford a Hall of Famer? No. No. <laughs> 
What? Been a big debate over the last, you know, <laughs> Not 40, <with> <laughs> 48 hours. <laughs> no all pros. No MVPs. Nope. Your first Super Bowl. You only had one Pro Bowl. You don't got a winning record as a quarterback. Like, no. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I think the argument is tough because I see it both ways. I personally don't think so. I feel like he needs one more one more year like this. Well, he, and, he's never been an All Pro ever. No, I know. He, he hasn't like ever. He, he, he hasn't been an All Pro. He's only. I think he's only been to one Pro Bowl. Yeah, one Pro so Bowl and it, no All Pros. Like, it's it's tough, man. I mean, I've, he's never been the best quarterback in the league yeah. at, at any point in time. But like Richard Sermon said, the Hall of Fame is kind of, I think the bar has been lowered a little bit. Yeah. And it kind of has been watered down some. So according to the standards, it's like, I don't know. I feel like he's really on the fence right now. But I mean, he does have a ton of yards. He has a lot of fourth quarter comebacks, all that good stuff. And, you know, I <laughs> do you think Stafford is a better quarterback than Eli Manning was? I would take Stafford over Manning, yeah. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? No. <laughs> I'm I'm 100 percent certain Eli Manning will be in the Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, well, we know he's going to be in the Hall of Famer because <laughs> right. he's a Manning, right? But <laughs> right. <laughs> this is true too. <laughs> he's a Manning, of course yeah. he's going to be in there. But I mean, I feel like I'm taking Stafford over Eli Manning as well. In my book, neither one of them are, are in the Hall of Fame. But because of what it is now, yes, they will get in. Yes, I I agree. But I there's think, no think, way with no All Pros. <laughs> No, none. Zero all pros. <laughs> Compared to Aaron Donald. Who one has, Pro Bowl. Aaron Donald has all all pros. Yeah. His entire career. Exactly. Eight-year career, eight-year all pros. Zero all pros, <laughs> one Pro Bowl. I, I just, if if he gets in, I mean, you might as well put Nick Foles in there. All right, let's not get carried away. <laughs> let, let, you, let, you might as well put Nick Foles in. I mean, like. all right, let's not get carried away. Nobody's saying Sam Bradford is going to the <laughs> going to the Hall of Fame, guys. Let's calm it down. <laughs> like, you know, because nah. you think about it, Nick Foles, he's been to the Pro Bowl and he's been in one of Super Bowls. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what's up? But you know Nick Foles is not Matt I know you're not getting in there. Like, you know Nick Foles is not Matt Stafford. You're not getting in there, but, like, yeah. nah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised if he got in. Do I think that he's uh, in the Hall of Fame now? Not really. No. But I, I can see the argument, you know, for either side. Offseason, man. Some storylines going around. Don't know where Aaron Rodgers is going. Taking it day by day. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson Deshaun taking Watson. it day by day. Deshaun Watson taking it day by day. By the by way, day. we'll hear something next Tuesday on Watson as far as his court situation. We should hear something. Okay, good. We should hear something by next Tuesday. We'll I'm about to say, we haven't heard anything the entire season. Yeah. It's just been he say, she say. Who's the biggest hot commodity right now as far as quarterbacks that you think heading into the offseason? I mean, obviously, the first domino is going to be Aaron Rodgers. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's only going one of two places. He's either going to Denver or he's going to stay, stay with the Packers. Um, Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson are the next couple quarterbacks. And we'll, we'll see. Like Russ, Russ talked a good game this weekend at Super Bowl weekend about, oh, you know, he's going to play for the Seahawks. He wants to be a Seahawk for life, yada, yada, yada. But we'll see. Because, look, quarterbacks have said a lot, a lot worse, right? Well, James Harden said he wanted to run it back to the Nets there just you like three weeks ago. Yeah. Like, so we don't, we're not really paying attention to that because I guarantee you somebody offer a good package for Russell Wilson. Seahawks going to be like, you know what, Russ? Actually... <laughs> I'm a holla at yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> actually, our, I don't think our relationship can be fixed. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, you, yeah. I, nah, I'm not even rocking with you like that. And I'm not, I'm not throwing this out there because it's my team. But if the Eagles say, "All right, we're gonna give you all three first round picks for Russell Wilson right now," 
I guarantee you they're gonna be like, you know what? Actually, <laughs> Russ, you know what? We can use those picks. You know, go, go ahead to Philadelphia for a second. What do you What do you think Russ's market is right now? I mean, it's interesting, right? Because, I mean, not a lot of teams can take on his cap his cap numbers right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and not a lot of teams have as much draft ammo as well. So, I mean, you're looking at two, probably two first round picks uh, for Russ plus something else. Yep. At least I don't I don't think I don't think a lot of teams will want to give up that amount of assets for Russell Wilson. Um, Russ obviously coming off the finger injury. Yep. Missed, uh, you know, five weeks or something like that this year. Watson, a bigger name than Russ. So it's interesting because Watson's a totally different conversation just because of legal matter. You don't know. True. What's going to happen with that. And then let's say that the court system says he's good to go and he doesn't need to be, you know, fine or go to jail, what mm-hmm. have you, the league is probably still going to suspend him. So you're going to figure out the checks and balances of a, uh, of a Deshaun Watson in that regard. Like I said, we should probably find out something about Watson by next Tuesday and see how teams want to navigate that before the draft in April. Russell Wilson's ready now. Like as far as talent, do you think, uh, Watson has a higher or ceiling or yeah, higher ceiling right now than Russ. Yes. You, okay. I mean, 25 year old quarterback. I mean, he's a monster. Took, yeah, like it took, took a year. <laughs> he was off. a top five he, quarterback he, before he got in this legal get, situation. Yeah, didn't, didn't really get hit at all. Right. Clearly. <laughs> he hasn't been doing nothing. Hopefully just staying in shape. Yeah. So he's yeah. been working out his, uh, his quarterback coach is the same, uh, quarterback coach as, uh, Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts. and okay. Those guys, they have the same QB coach. Um, but no, I think, I think Watson, once this legal matter is kind of sit, you know, depending on the severity, yeah, because he could not just return at all. Yeah, you're um, right. We'll, we'll see on that. Russell Wilson's ready now. It's just a matter of compensation that Seattle's going to want. Daniel, uh, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Snyder, their yeah. um, their general manager, Snyder. Nah, that's for that's for Washington. No, but there's another. Uh, oh my I can't forget his name. But anyway, their general manager. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. Their general manager has a good relationship with several different organizations, including right. Philadelphia, because they've made several trades with the, each other before and their best friends like him and Howie Roseman are really close. We'll see. Hmm. But I think I think Russell Wilson will not be a Seattle Seahawk. Okay. That's so what I'm saying. So you think yeah, you think he's leaving. Yeah, I think he's gone. Cool. Also, we know that the Colts are likely to get rid of Carson Wentz by, <laughs> yes. the, by the 18 because he is garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they don't want to really take on that contract. Do you see Carson Wentz starting in the NFL in 2022? Do you think he'll be a starter on a team come, I mean, if, if come it's, August? <laughs> if it's not like the Houston Texans, <laughs> then no. Really? I just, I don't, I think a lot of teams are seeing Carson Wentz for who he is now, right? I think he's a broken quarterback right now, and I don't know if teams, I mean, you think about how many teams need a quarterback right now. Like, you can count, what, the Panthers, the Texans, that's two. I would say Washington needs a quarterback. Washington, they, y'all not. <laughs> let me tell you, Washington does not want quarter, Carson Wentz. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. that, I'm just saying they need a quarterback. Right, right, right. So, you know, Washington. Uh, we'll do Charlotte and we'll do Houston are the main teams that need a quarterback. But and then the Broncos, Denver. Yep, Broncos. So I mean, maybe somebody takes a, a swing at Carson Wentz, but based off of what we've seen from Carson Wentz the last two to three years, so you're not. You're not. I don't know if you want him. And his cap number. If he's traded, is different. But if he's cut, obviously you sign him to what you want to sign him yeah. to. Um, but I just I don't know. 
you better be sure that your coaching staff gets the best out of him. Because if you guys don't hold him accountable as a coaching staff, you're gonna see you're gonna see Carson Wentz against the Jaguars last year. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, uh, by the way, it is John Schneider. So I was I was on the John same. John Schneider. Okay. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I'm uh yeah I'm I'm actually I I really don't know the answer to this question because at first I wanted to say yes, God thinks Carson Wentz still definitely has starter potential. Yeah, and I think he has. I still think he has a lot of potential as a quarterback, but the the lows are so they're low. Bad. They're, oh, they're, they're bad. The lows outweigh the highs by a wide margin mm-hmm. so it is kind of hard to take a risk and i'm just thinking about as far as trade i don't think anybody wants to take on that that cap yeah for the risk that he is like he's a big risk but he's he's a risk on two reward. different things like he's an injury risk for one yeah because he gets hurt all the time he and had then, two sprained angles last year yeah, i mean come on <laughs> literally <laughs> and then and he's and also his a, yeah his plays a, a, and in his plays in question because in the clutch like <laughs> over the last couple of years Carson Wentz has not been good agree he's just he's just not been good yeah i agree i don't i don't think the market is as high i mean i do think somebody is going to take a stab somebody, at it of course so i think will. i definitely think that because he's somebody, still above average quarterback, yeah, right? He has the talent. Yeah, he still has talent. That's what I'm saying. He still has talent. He's young. Right. So I do think somebody will take a risk on him. I'm not sure who it will be. So I do think he'll start in 2022. I don't know if it'll be week one. Uh, we also didn't mention the Steelers. The Steelers are definitely in the yeah, mar- market for another quarterback one, yeah. as well. So, I mean, we'll see. I, th- I think that'll be an interesting fit. So going to be a lot of quarterbacks, some solid quarterbacks. New Orleans you know, as well. And yeah, in the offseason that, you know, we'll be looking to see if they make any moves. I think Russ to New Orleans wouldn't be bad either. Yeah, but I think he's actually mentioned that before. Yeah, it's interesting. He wanted that with Sean Payton. Yeah, now that is Dan, Sean, you know, I mean yeah, Dennis now, Allen. Yeah, now that is Dennis Allen, Sean Payton's not there. I, yeah, I think that, that changes a lot. That is, <laughs> it's not as sexy of a right. place to go like, to anymore. <laughs> you got Sean Payton, who's yeah, a great offensive yeah. mind, and then there's Dennis Allen. So yeah, so it's like eh. good defensive coordinators. Like yeah, so I mean yeah, that that is a little iffy. Iffy. Also, Kyler Murray beefing with his own organization. Yeah. That's a tough situation there. Everybody there needs to grow up. Yeah. Every, I mean, every, everybody there needs to grow bad. up. It's bad. It's really bad. It, it's not a good look. And then I don't think, I mean, I don't think anything's going to come from it. I no. mean, you, you can't get rid of your quarterback right now. Um, still in his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's extension eligible. Yeah. He's, he's extension eligible. I think everybody needs to apologize, make up and just do better. Like yeah, just do better. Y'all started out 12 and what was 11. Oh, 12 and yeah, oh, something like and that. And then y'all lost like the last <laughs> six. Like, yeah, y'all lost like the last <laughs> seven of eight got smacked by the Rams in the playoffs. Like you just do better. You have, you have to play better. And I do think that, Kyler needs to mature a little bit, a little better. He has to of take, course he does. You, you have to start taking more accountability instead of, you know, pointing the fingers. Watch those other quarterbacks in press conference. I made the mistake. Not not they or I don't think anybody's really pointing the finger at you saying, you know, making you the scapegoat. Yeah. I think you just got to learn to take some accountability. You are the quarterback. Right. The team flows and goes through you. And I get it. If you don't have O-line help, you know, if you mm. feel like you're fighting for your life, I would be too if I was going against Aaron Donald. But, yeah. you know, it's like, you you have to you have to step up. Like I feel like this whole thing with social media and removing from your page and blocking them, like, bro, grow up. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, now. I mean, no doubt that Kyler needs to grow up and he needs to mature as a leader leader on the team. Like yeah. your responsibility is to lead your guys Literally. onto the field and into wins. The opposite side that I'm looking at is the general manager and Steve Kime. Like, I just feel like he's being a child as well. Like, exactly. This is a situation where the Cardinals are not being mature about this either as an organization. Like Kyler Murray, you know, obviously he deleted all his Cardinal stuff off his Instagram and all that other stuff. Do you know that this, 
the same Cardinals account, <laughs> the official Cardinals account, deleted all their stuff of Bruh, Kyler Murray off their social like, media account. Come on, like now. come on, what are we, what are we doing? Y'all are petty. This is this is like childish. Like you guys in high school, like you know, this is a professional organization, and y'all are kids. Like you know, this is not this is not a good look on any stretch. You have veterans on that team like a JJ Watt and guys like that, Chandler Jones. Like you got, you Hopkins, have, you got yeah, Hopkins over there. Was a Hopkins monster. who doesn't even talk to people. Yeah, and you know, this is what you do. Like this is a team that we were supposed to take serious for the first ten weeks of the season last year. This, now nobody gonna take you serious this, with this mess. This like, is this is literally why everybody was saying we're not afraid yeah. of the Cardinals. Like the Cardinals were beating everyone, and then every every week we right. come here. Are the Cardinals legit? Are we sleeping on the Cardinals? And we would say, no, no, yeah. this is why. Like, come on, guys. We, like, we got to grow up and put it together. Yeah, this is this is really, really bad. And there needs to be some kind of maturity um, that comes from the organization and Kyler Murray. Um, because, you know, obviously Larry Fitzgerald said he wasn't going to play last year. So he's technically still a Cardinal, so to speak. But he's just not – I don't know if he's under contract or not. But Larry's still around the yeah. Arizona – you know, because, you know, he owns part of the Suns and all that kind of stuff. So he's still in the area. They need a Larry Fitzgerald in that locker room. They need a Larry Fitzgerald True. in that organization. Because if Larry was around there and he was in, you know, talking to the organization, this would have never happened because he would have held yeah. everybody in line and check. Agree. This is a situation where the organization, Steve Kime in general, the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals, this is a guy that – Several players have called out in the past, the Honey Badger and yeah. all these guys like Patrick Peterson. These are guys that have called him out over the last few years. He needs to grow up. He needs to be an adult. Every, like every everyone needs to just grow up. Like this is the, the petty wars on social media is nuts. Yeah. From your starting quarterback, your franchise quarterback. It's so bad. And, and the organization as a whole. Like, that, this all looks bad. So, yeah, they need to grow up, get it together, or, you know, you're just going to be at the bottom of the division once again. And so. the, yeah, and the, the other is, the other part of this is, you know, Cliff Kingsbury needs an extension, a contract extension. Yeah. And Kyler Murray now becomes contract Extend, eligible. Yeah. So, it's like, are you going to move into the future with those two people? Yeah. Or are you going to break the whole thing out? Because, yeah, because essentially they were a pair. Yeah. They, like, they were a package That's deal. exactly so, why they took Kyler yeah, Murray. They, like, they took Kyler Murray because of Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Right. So, like, yeah, like, they were a pair. So, yeah, it needs to be fixed. And it needs to get done ASAP. Yeah. Like, this, this looks nuts. It has to be done before free agency in the draft. Yeah. Like, it needs Agreed. to be taken care of. Agreed. On the basketball, man, because I mentioned it earlier, the blockbuster deal that wasn't supposed to happen, that was allegedly not going to happen, mm-hmm. happened. James Harden traded from the Nets to the Sixers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Drummond, two picks, one. Who got the better end of the deal? The Nets got the better package. They ultimately got better. Like, I feel like, you know, Ben Simmons is still an elite defender. Yep. Um, he's still a great passer. So he's probably going to run the one. Yep. Um, and then you got Kyrie, who's going to be the combo guard, and then obviously Katie and the other guys. Um, I think Drummond, and, Drummond was a good pickup too because they yeah. they need a they need a big body in right. the paint. Another one. Boards. Right. And you got two first round picks. Like yeah, can't go wrong with those. Can't go wrong with those. You got two first round picks in the deal. And if you're the Sixers, you obviously get. James Harden with Daryl Murray again and yep. with Joel Embiid. So that's a really, really good one-two punch. And you get a veteran and Paul Millsap to kind of help out 
you know, in the paint and things like that. I, I like it for for both teams, mm-hmm. but if you're the Sixers, you gave up a lot. And you I gave agree. up a lot knowing that the player wanted to leave. Like I, <laughs> this this is a situation. This, this literally all goes back to what we've been saying the entire season. You gotta get Ben Simmons off now. Yeah. Like you you're wasting time and you are going you're only gonna lose trade value for him as the year kept progressing. And we see what happened. You went from asking from two first round picks to giving and up two perennial all stars <laughs> to giving up half your team and two first round picks for one all star. The finesse is real. It's 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 amazing that they gave up the two first round picks, but the, they only the finesse gave, is real. Yeah, they only gave up those two first round picks because they didn't want to give up Matisse Eibel and they didn't want to give up Tyrese Maxey. That was yeah. the only reason. Those are sweeteners in the deal. They did yeah. not want to give those players up, so that's why they gave them the two first round picks. Yeah, and honestly, the Sixers are smart for not giving those players up because those are young guys, a part of their core. Yeah, and one's a really really good defender, and one's a really really good scorer. So you need both of those guys. Moving forward, especially for the playoffs, like you need that depth there uh, on the wings and in a guard spot. So this is, you know, it's interesting because this trade works for both teams. And James Harden spoke today, and when he was leaving Houston, he wanted to go to Philly. He wanted to go to Philly, but Philly ultimately just didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. Like they, they just, they were not, they just didn't pull the trigger for some reason, and the Nets end up getting them. So. It came full circle. Yeah. <laughs> it came full circle. Like Katie said, everybody got what they wanted. Yep. Everybody got what they wanted at the end of the day. Who has more pressure on them, Simmons or Harden? Simmons. Oh, I, Ben Simmons. I disagree. It's Ben Simmons. I don't even think it's close. Because if, if you're Ben Simmons, you're the same guy. Yo, by the way, the Sixers were in the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's start there. Like they've they've been to the Eastern Conference Finals before. Last year was a you know it was a bad year, but they've been to the Eastern Conference Finals. And this is a team that even with Ben Simmons had was a threat for the Eastern Conference Finals again. Like I just feel like if you're Ben Simmons, you told the organization basically you didn't want to play for them. You wanted a trade. You wanted out. So if you don't perform with the Nets, it's on you. James Harden's going to perform. James Harden's going to put up numbers. But Ben Simmons, if you can't do well with KD and Kyrie Irving, something's wrong with you. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> Explain. I, I, dis- I disagree because now Harden has forced his way out of essentially two organizations in a span of two years, which is one, not a good look. Harden's postseason, mm-hmm. for the most part, throughout his career has been he folds in the postseason. That's correct. Now, now you have Ben now, Simmons does that as well. Yeah, but. but Ben Simmons is way younger than. Yeah, uh, but he's still three straight way, years yeah, in the way postseason. Younger. But he's never been a scorer. Like, he's yeah. never been. Ben Simmons has never been the type of caliber player that James Harden right, is. Right. He will never be that guy. Right. So, I, no offense to you, Ben, but you will never be able to score <laughs> like James Harden. James Harden is probably one of the top five scoring players that we've seen in basketball. Yeah. The way he can draw fouls, his step back, all that. The way he facilitates, he he's a walking triple-double. Right. Literally. And now you are, you are leaving a team who most consider to be the best trio that we've ever seen in basketball, albeit you can never get on the court together. Because Kyrie. We, yeah, <laughs> and we we understand the frustration and health, yeah. and, and health as well in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. But now you are moving on yet again to another team, and you have a MVP caliber center, and you you kind of force your way out of the nets. Like, yeah. I know you didn't come out in public and say, yo, trade me, right. but we heard the talk, we heard the chatter, yeah. we know what was going on, and now you went to another team that gave up a ton, a ton, and I mean a ton for you. 
Yeah. You have to perform and you have to get them over the hump. That's true. You, you have to That's get true. them. You have to get them not to the Eastern Conference Finals, but a championship. Because you've been to the Eastern. I mean, you've been to the Western Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals before. Lost the Warriors. Yeah. Lost, blew a three one lead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You were up three one and, and blew a three one lead too. So I think more pressure is actually on James Harden. One because Simmons is younger and he's never been looked at as the player that James Harden has been looked at as. With James Harden, you should win because he can <laughs> drop 40 every night. Ben Simmons was supposed to be the next LeBron James. <laughs> like, yeah, and that got <laughs> shut down after year one. Yeah. Ben Simmons also passes up layups. Yeah, like, he does. Like, so that, yeah, that got shut down after week one, like after week one, year one. <laughs> like, that was shut down quick. I don't know why he got compared to LeBron. He doesn't shoot the ball. Yeah. He can never, he could never shoot the ball. I mean, don't, LeBron wasn't a great shooter when he came in the league either. He wasn't. But, but at least ben, he shot the ball. Yeah, at, least he, at least he attempted it. Like, <laughs> Like Ben Simmons, the type of guy to go up and then just come down with the ball and just hand it to the ref. Like I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't. That's on me. Back on defense. Couldn't do it. Yeah, nah, nah. Wasn't nah. I ain't, I didn't like it. But Harden has never been scared to shoot the ball ever. And, and Harden literally can get anywhere he wants on the floor against anybody. Yeah. In the league, so I feel like he needs to now win because he's forced himself out of two organizations, and he's forced himself not away. I know the organization was toxic. You know, for for multitude of reasons, most of it was Kyrie. Yeah, but. for for a multitude of reasons, and whatever reasons those may be, if those people, if those three were to ever get on the court healthy together, I'm almost certain that they would have been champions. Yeah, and I feel like this year would have been it. But again, you're you're now a 76er. You have a dominant center, and I mean dominant MVP candidate right. center. Yep, you got a ball out. Yeah. With all that being said, and if everyone is healthy in the playoffs, who wins the series? If this is a seven-game series, I mean, Kevin Durant. <laughs> it's Kevin Durant. My, my, my point exactly. It's Kevin Durant. My point, like. my point exactly. Like, I think that Joel Embiid and James Harden can both drop 40. Yeah. And Kevin Durant will drop 65. <laughs> and Kyrie will drop another 35. Yeah. And Ben Simmons will have zero. Yeah. And they will still and they will still win the game. Zero with 10 assists. 10 assists, 10 rebounds, four blocks, and four steals. 35 minutes. <laughs> I, I, I can see it. Like I can I can really see it. Yeah. Like I can really see it. I think Ben is gonna work well in this offense I because do too. he has no pressure to score the ball. <laughs> He's he had, not gonna want to. Yeah, he, I mean he has no pressure to. You yeah. you brought Seth Curry, who is a shooter. A, a, a great shooter. Great shooter. You got Joe Harris coming back, who I don't care for. If he ever comes yeah, back. Yeah, I don't care for. But you got Patty Mills who can also mm-hmm. shoot. And you have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant who can score and get to the basket also whenever they want to. Yeah. So I, I just I think I think it's gonna be hard for Harden. By really the do. way, the original package was going to send uh, James Harden and Patty Mills to the 76ers. They should have did that deal because <laughs> if they got Patty Mills and James Harden, they'd be cooking with grease right now. But they let they let the Nets hold on yeah. to Patty Mills because they wanted to hold on to Matisse Thybulle and Tyrese Maxey. Yep. So I, I get it from both sides, but you're right. It's, yeah, it's, so I, the answer is Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant is still the best player in basketball right. when healthy. We've seen him come back and do this plenty of times. Exactly. Aside from that trade, what was another sneaky trade that you liked over the weekend that you thought was a that went under the radar but was a, a solid deal? Yeah, I mean, I feel like obviously we talked about what the Clippers did. I really liked yep. 
them picking up both wings. I mean, yep. that was really, really good, especially, I mean, they're not coming back this year. I think Kyrie, I mean, I'm sorry, I think Kawhi and Paul George are both done for the year. Yeah. But next year, when you have four of those defensive wings, like, that's going to be a really, really good lineup, as well as with your young talent coming in. I would um, love for them to come back and make a playoff run, both of them, but I'm sure they're not. They're not. I, think, I think Kawhi's making music or something. Yeah, he, like, he like, rapping with yeah, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I, th- I, I don't know. I think he's, like, actually getting, dropping a mixtape. I have no idea. Yeah, um... I like, obviously, I like what the Suns did. Uh, bringing back Torrey Craig, trading for Aaron Holiday. It just adds, you add another really, really good defender along with Mikael Bridges and, and Torrey Craig. And then also, Aaron Holiday is a really, really good defender as well, but he also shoots the ball really well. So you had two really, really good depth pieces with the Suns, two guys that already have contributed when they just played last, or two weeks, two days ago. Yep. They are, I think both of them had like 12 to 15 points each so you had another uh boost on that bench for the suns i also liked i, I also like kind of what the bull the uh the bucks did right with the baka trade i think that that adding was another I think that body was my, that next was to Giannis. I, think, I think that was my favorite trade over the weekend that was a low-key trade yeah because i think that you know knowing that Lopez isn't really healthy mm-hmm. yet. I think adding another, you know, size person like Ibaka who can still shoot. Yeah. He, he can get a couple points. He's not the same Ibaka that he was, you know, earlier in the year, with, like early in his career with Toronto. Right. But he can still hoop. He can play defense. He can crash the boards. He's another big body. And I think that the Bucks, and even though everybody's talking about the Sixers and the Nets, mm-hmm. obviously – I still think the Bucks are right there. I think they're, I, they're still. I, I think I think they're right there. If not better, I I personally think that the Bucks are better than the 76ers. Um, that that's just me. That I think they have a more complete team. Hmm. Team. Okay. And I also think that Giannis is Giannis is different. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really not. Good. He's not good. He's really, really good. Like, he, like he's different. So I, I mean, I think that's just gonna be interesting to play out. Um, looking forward to when Draymond comes back. Yeah. Uh, that you know help the Warriors out get their defense back on track. I think the playoffs are going to be great. Yeah, two more two more trades. I just want to yeah kind of glass over. I really like Derek White to the Celtics. I didn't even know Derek White was available, <laughs> but somehow the Celtics landed him. Yeah, he's a really good young player. That's kudos to the Celtics for getting that deal done. And then also the Toronto Raptors, who's also they're on a ten game winning streak or something like that. Before yesterday, right? They got they got smoked yesterday. <laughs> yes, yes, they, they got did. smoked by the Pelicans. I think. Yeah, yeah they got smoked. So they they traded uh, Goran Dragic for uh, that that young. Yep. And that young adding that body next to Siakam and those guys, like I just feel like that's a really interesting fit. We'll see how it goes. Dragic just got bought yep, out by the just, Spurs. He just got bought out. So, so he, I would imagine, right? I'm, I would imagine a team like Dallas or Miami or somebody I'm like a, that. I know LA is going to pursue him pretty heavy as well. And I feel, I just feel like all like since they didn't do anything in the trade deadline, yeah. obviously, I feel like that'll be something that they will aggressively go after. So I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in LA. The Clippers. <laughs> no, the, the Lakers. The, 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 the Lakers. Like Because my thing Lakers. is, like, I, I don't know if he would be interested in going to the Lakers just at this point, just because what's happening. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we, we'll see. I mean, I, I I don't know how much weight LeBron holds anymore. Yeah. Um, Especially this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much weight LeBron LeBron's name holds anymore, but I think we'll see. That'll be something interesting to keep our eye on, the buyout market. Mm-hmm. Because the Lakers are definitely going to try to make some moves. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, too, if the uh, Magic try to buy out Terrence Ross is a name that the Lakers have been kind of attached to. And we'll see if he goes to the Lakers, and we'll see. We'll monitor it. 
All right, man. That's all I got, man. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. All-Star Weekend is this weekend, yeah. uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, so that should be cool. I'm rooting for Cole Anthony in the dunk contest. Don't know why you're in it, <laughs> um, but you went to Carolina, so I feel like I'm obligated. So, you know, shout out shout out to Cole Anthony. Cam Johnson should have been in three-point contest. Uh, We're not going to yeah, talk about uh, that. De- definitely. What? Another Carolina advocate, <laughs> Carolina all day, every day. Cam should have definitely been in the three-point contest. I think he has the, the best percentage three, right yeah, now. Yeah, best percentage right now. I think Seth Curry's right behind him. Mm-hmm. So Seth, not Steph. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, why, why Cam isn't in it is pretty crazy. But yeah, man, everyone just continue to stay safe. Continue to get vaccinated if you can. If not, you know that's, that's your thing. Social distance, mask up. Still cold out here. This weather is actually very bipolar. It was like 60 degrees, and now it's like 12 degrees where we are. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of up and down. So, just bundle up, or you will catch pneumonia or worse, COVID. Who knows? Right. But, yeah, man, just continue to support us, and we appreciate it. Yeah, man, I appreciate all the love and, you know, things you've been shouting us out. We do plan on doing another NFL draft session yep uh coming up we'll, we'll have before we'll, april we'll, we'll get the draft ready for you um so the combine's happening here in another month so we'll see how all those things shake out free agencies also in march so we'll get all those things squared away for you guys yep we'll have that all squared away and then apple Podcasts, google play spotify, spotify all those this yeah. is your lines man your hey, look, lines man, look man Look, y'all know y'all know where to find us. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Google Play, Spotify, we, SoundCloud. We've been here and long any enough. other platform you listen to us on. We appreciate all the love and the comments, the five star ratings. By the way, continue to give us those five star ratings on Apple Podcasts and leave a comment. By oh, the way. actually, and before we get out of here, I, I have to address the halftime show. Where do you rank it? The halftime show was amazing. Don't know how Fifty Cent was upside down that long. <laughs> Shout out to you, Fifty. I see it's bulking season, <laughs> but you you still killed it, Snoop Dogg. You killed it yeah. pre pre halftime. I mean, literally, I seen you yeah. killing it. <laughs> and when you got on stage, you killed it. Crit walking all over the place. I loved it. Dre loved it. Mary J. <laughs> Mary J. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Great. Loved it. Eminem, I knew you was going to yeah. do Lose Yourself. Yeah, we already knew. Called that early. <laughs> Love the J's that you had on. Love yeah. the song. And shout out to Kendrick, man. It's just good yeah. to see Kendrick Lamar. I haven't seen Kendrick in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen Kendrick. Waiting on the album, Kendrick. Drop it. Let me know. <laughs> Two years later. <laughs> Retired. <laughs> Forget it, man. All right, man. Shout out to the Rams. I'm out of here. All right. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way. Ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool with the same flexed up now john cena rocked up more than serena wife a baddie looking like nia more drip more than a leader i'm at the wood i said i would get no mediocre i'm feeling like tip sound like to me we got us a hit they can't even drip line so savvy is the swag daddy red eye flights out to cali holding bags looking like a caddy penthouse vibes no addy